That's a little bit backwards, but all right. Good evening, Morelia heads. Um, I'm getting talked to. Welcome to Morelia Python Radio with your hosts, Eric Burke and Owen McIntyre. <laughs> all right, whatever. You gotta get the intro, man. You gotta get it. I know I gotta get the intro, but what the hell? All right. Like I said before in the uh, beginning of the show, Rob, if we can go through like four episodes of that vlog talk doing something crazy, I, I, I get nervous. So good. Now that that's out of the way. Um, good evening, Morelli Heads. Uh, Eric is on vacation as he does at least once a year, and he has uh, left me alone to my own devices, which is just terrifying. But as always, we have here the uh, jump in uh, co-host to come and make sure I don't destroy uh, six years worth of podcast, Mr. Rob Stone. So, how you doing, Rob? I'm good, man. Well, I try and help you tear it down as much as I can. Uh, and we're, oh, yeah, we're doing well, okay course. so far. That was definitely odd. So, yeah, man, I'm good. It'll be fun talking to Chris. <laughs> it's, I can't wait for the text message tomorrow uh, when he downloads the podcast and like plugs it in, and it's like, what the hell have you done? Like, it's only the episode is five seconds old. I'll be like, all right, well, anyway, uh, tonight we have Mr. Chris Foley on. Uh, he's going to come on talk to us about some scrub talk. He got lucky enough to get a uh, clutch of Tanabar scrubs, and then we're also probably going to end up talking about some of the crazy uh, reptile stories and crap that he and I have gone through and everybody else out here in Pennsylvania with the Hamburg reptile. So, and such. Um, but before we quick bring, uh, uh, Chris on, we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, how's your season going, Rob? Oh, it's going good, man. Nothing, uh, nothing too crazy yet. The most exciting stuff hopefully is yet to come, but, uh, yeah, man, I did wind up on those ball pythons that I'm babysitting for the last two and a half years. I did go five for five. I got eggs from all the females that I had. So that was cool. They've started that hatching, nice. and heck, man, any baby snakes are cool. So. Yes, any baby snakes are always a plus. It's always a nice drop in the bucket. Um, so, I mean, the best is yet to come. What What are you looking at? What are you kind of staring at a few females thinking that they're going to go for you? Yeah. Oh, well, and I got three clutches of rhinos, so those are cool. Cool. Those are cooking. <laughs> those um, are, oh, those again. It's like, okay, well, yeah. So rhinos are good. Yeah. So those, yeah, those are cooking. Those are cool. Um, and I, uh, I don't know. The most exciting one, this uh, Puerto Rican boa, looks pretty good. So we'll see. But uh, Puerto Rican boa. Cool. Uh, I, the, the Puerto Rican boa. I mean, that's it. They look too much like Dominicans, and you know I get twitchy. So I mean, enjoy your gecko <laughs> feeding horrible babies so you know that'll but but puerto rican boas that's uh how how rare are they are they still pretty rare in the states or are we talking that they've kind of been done a little bit more now no they're the same as they ever were man because i mean i think a lot of that is just that folks aren't that interested because they're um you know endangered species act listed and stuff so you can't sell them across state lines you can give them away and that's what i'll do but um (laughs) you know you can't uh can't sell them so you know, that, that dumbs it down for a lot of folks. But, yeah, right. I, think, I think that's really the big thing. Um, right. They're really fun, man. They're they're that's cooler awesome. than the, the Dominicans, and, uh, you know, it, they don't shit on you, and if anything, they bite for your face, and that's always exciting. Yeah, but I'd rather have a biter than something that's going to crap all over me. I mean, that's I've always said that, and the Dominicans right. just hammer that point home. I mean, 
I can avoid a mouth. It's like, I can't, no, I can't do both. So that's good. I hope you, I hope you get success with that. That's, that's awesome. So. Yeah, no, that'd be super cool. So uh, I hear you have your own, uh, as the boa breeder extraordinaire, you have your own little project that might be coming to fruition. I have one, I have one female Dominican that has not uh, taken food the past three or four times I've offered her. And she does look pretty big in the back end. And she's actually the mother of the babies that I had, uh, I got to say, about three years ago at this point. I don't really remember when I had my last litter. But um, she looks pretty big. She's refusing food. But she looks interested. Like, she, like I'll show her the rat, and she'll come out, and she'll kind of tongue flick it and kind of move around it. And then she'll just go right back to where she was sitting in her hide box in the back. So... Um, I marked her down her last shed. I, I'm pretty sure she's due. Um, it's coming up. I'm pretty sure it's uh, maybe sometime. I think it's in like the first or second week of July she's due. So we'll see because it's like I have uh, right now I have uh, California king snake eggs hatching. And then like next week I have like two or three carpet clutches that are due to hatch. And then the boa is due to drop. And it's like, oh, shit, this could go from like a slow day. This is not gonna to holy shit, like I'm out of baby cages. Where are they all coming from? Right. So like this this could be one of those where I've screwed myself again. But we'll see. I mean, you know, I don't think I'm gonna go a full Burke where I'm like, you know, right. two hundred babies going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Yeah. Think... You got the... Oh Jesus. I think I'll hold back 125. Eric, you psychopath. Like, you know, that's just, you know, how it works. But um, I, I think I'm going to get a I love that he bought some more before he sold any of them. What the hell? Is... <laughs> <laughs> I'm overflowing. You know what I need to do? I need to get some more stuff. That'll be perfect. <laughs> We're sitting there before Carbon Fest. And he's like, man, I don't know. I don't know. By the way, some guy's coming with Timors and White Lips for me. Huh. <laughs> it's like, you know, that's... <laughs> All right, and then he gets the box from Nick with more carpets. It's like, well, you know, whatever. He he got rid of some of the coastals. Yes. He sent them to me. So yeah, I mean, you know, open bins and then fill the bins. It's fine. He's all right. Open uh, a handful of bins and then fill twice as many. It's cool, you know. <laughs> <laughs> We only say these things, Eric, because we care. All right? That's not, you know, it's... <laughs> no, it's jealousy. Don't worry. You know, it's, it's jealousy. It's mass Don't jealousy. Worry about it. Massive jealousy. I was, yeah, if I could kill you and take your ring pythons. Anyway, <laughs> let's, um, why don't we, let's, let's quick uh, jump. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, click uh, Chris on here before um, we accidentally get me fired because I've threatened to kill Eric too many times in an episode. Chris, how you doing? Hey, what's up, guys? How much? What's going on, dude? All I'm thinking about is Puerto Rican boas now, since you said they lash the faces. That's that's right up your alley. But aren't you trying to aren't you trying to not get over a certain number of snakes with your? How many scrubs are you up to now? Uh, somewhere around forty. <laughs> you know, give or take. Give or take. No, but there's always when when Chris does these things, um, because we've been friends now for I don't know close to ten fucking years at this point. Um, he he does this thing where like he dips the collection down to like 
six or seven animals, and he's like, I'm never going to get that big again. And then he goes back up to like 80 animals. He goes, how the hell did that happen? So he's in the midst of a climb right now, and he's at 40. So uh, I imagine he's just going to keep going a little bit more. But he's always shocked when he gets up to a certain point. So, um, are you, are I don't you think... forecasting that I'm going to get rid of all my scrubs because it's not going to happen? No, I have forecasting that you're going to get to 100 <laughs> scrubs at some point. So that's what we're currently forecasting. That's fair. Thank you. <laughs> that's pretty good. Well, so, if you keep all the ones, all the tanner bars that you hatch out, that'll be an extra ten or twelve or whatever it is, right? So you know you're getting, you're on your way. Yeah, and then heaven forbid he gets a barnecker or two, and then he's totally screwed. So, cause, I mean, would you sell a baby barneck? No. Well, that's, that's, that's the thing, and this is where like I'm feeling a little bit like Eric. Hmm. Well. It's really David's fault. We sit there and we talk about where we're going to price stuff at, and he'll be like, well, I'm picking this number, and if they don't sell, I'll just keep all of them. I don't give a shit. <laughs> and well, I'm like, no, no, we can't keep all of them. Well, I mean, that's the thing, is though, but I don't think Dave's going to have a problem because uh, what were the scrubs that he brought the carpet first? Do you know? I uh, brought a big female southern. There was that male lightly patterned slash patternless uh southern the bioc and there were two little uh two little highlands people were all over them so i don't think yeah, you're gonna have a problem selling them if you like i mean dude plus when was the last time we had a good a good steady flow of barnack scrubs it had to have been when david was breeding before yeah more or less there were a couple people that got you know a clutch here and there but he went on a, a pretty good roll. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, I'd I be tempted to keep a lot of them, but, again, I don't think you're going to have as much problem as you guys think you are uh, <laughs> breeding them. But, um, oh, I don't think he's worried about selling them at all. <laughs> I think no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the problem is this isn't this isn't an animal that can live in a thirty two quart bin its entire life. Like if you're gonna keep the entire clutch back, holy crap, that's gonna be they're gonna eat I'm you out of You just gotta grow them up like Eric does. It's fine, man. Oh yeah, you know it'll take it twelve years to get the size. <laughs> I'm just slowly adopting one room in the house at a time, and by the time Sarah gets mad at me for this, it's already been done. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> she can't stop you in the whole house. Yeah, because then I look back and I'm like, well, what do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you do have one clutch in the incubator uh, currently, and that's the tandem bars, right? Yep. Can you uh, kind of walk us through uh, what you did uh, in your whole breeding scheme with the ten- scheme with the tandem bars, starting from, uh, I guess would be the off-season. Did you do anything special in the off-season to get them ready for breeding season? You know, I wish that I had some legit answers, and I hate when people are really vague with their feedback, but the reality is I haven't – I mean, this is my first clutch of, of scrub pythons, and, you know, David has been very successful, but on the grand scheme of things, five clutches isn't isn't a ton. So, really – I mean, we've we just applied every measure that you could possibly apply, and one of those worked, 
and we don't know what it is. So really, we took hmm. some really, really detailed notes um, this year and, and compared it to the past. And, you know, we're going to take those notes and compare them to the future. Um, you know, we're going to have quite a few pairs next year where I think we can single out some different factors and see what actually works and what doesn't. Because that's the goal. I mean, I've talked to a lot of guys about this, and, you know, almost anybody can get lucky. And until I know what I did, I'm only going to tell you that I got lucky. It's Mm -hmm. when we can find the trigger to consistently do this with multiple animals year after year. Right. So, I mean, mean, well, how big is the Tenenbaugh group that you're working with currently? I've got a a pair of Xantics and a pair of Xantics. And I did the Xantics this year, but the Xantics were too young. They're going to go next year. Okay. And when did uh, when did you um uh, and, and so you said it was the Xanic animals that you bred? What's that? You said it was the Xanic animals that you bred? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So did you just kind of now? I know that we talked with Nick a little bit ago about how he kind of tried to do some sort of cohabbing male combat. Did you kind of try to do that or did you just put the, kind of walk us through your whole breeding season? I mean, that's, I thought that that was kind of interesting. And I think there's some species probably including them where that could be beneficial. But fortunately I got a, got enough reaction from the male just with routine cycling that it didn't end up being necessary. So it was just the pair together. Yeah, more, yeah. And I mean, more or less, it was, you know, similar conditions to other things. That's why I said I want to, you know, take the future and narrow it down into, you know, some more specifics and compare notes and and come back with some actual real answers. Now, did you actually see locks or was this all just kind of assumed that stuff was going on? No, I I saw several. This male is in particular is very a very aggressive breeder. So I don't know if that you know at, at some point I know with some species we talk about compatibility. So maybe that's mm-hmm. one of the things. You know, maybe he's he's to my benefit for for this project. But um, yeah, I had, I had no issues. You know, just doing kind of standard reintroductions, getting them to pair. When did you uh, start the cool down process, and did you did you cut food, or did you kind of just slowly, um, like also, just slowly take food away? I'm being heckled in the background by David. He wants me to point out that he did seven clutches, and I can't count. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, <laughs> that's that's good. I mean, that he's got seven clutches of scrub. Sitting there? No, this was just no, what we were talking about. Yeah. Before. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Well, no, whatever. He's got some things going on over there, too. He might have a couple of clutches this year, still. Oh, good. Now, right. I'll put him in my back pocket for a further time when Eric abandons me. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when, did you, uh, when did you start your cool down? And uh, did, you, did you take away food immediately, or did you kind of slowly... Um, I took away food uh, pretty much immediately with the cooling, uh, pretty much like I think we've really done everything else. I mean, that's what I've done with 
carpets and other things just like that. I think that's kind of what you do also. Mm-hmm. Um, you do any stuff with yeah, lights or community beyond what happens naturally? What's that? Do you do anything with lights or with humidity, you know, even if it's just happening in the room, you know, with your, your heater drying things out in the winter and stuff like that? Yeah, you know, I almost wonder if uh, that's how I botched some of my other projects because I'm afraid I got a little bit too dry. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know that it really has a play on scrubs, but I've gotten other things to breed with uh, some pretty significant humidity changes and doing more of a wet season. Uh, that, Rob, I that was the monocle cobras you know, during our during our um, our Helma Hera talks. Yeah, the monocles. I I just took a gallon of water and just flooded them, and they were playing in a swamp for a couple of days, and that's when I got my most locks out of them. Yeah. Because huh. those aren't scary at all. Anyway, um, but <laughs> um, well, here I thought so, they were water cobras. I didn't think they were. No, uh, no, no. <laughs> From Owen's retelling, Chris, they were water cobras. No, they were straight up monocle cobras. Owen knows what they were. He saw them dead straight in his face. Yeah. So no. Um, but it, well, you can tell them, Chris, that the water covers would be scarier. But <laughs> either one doesn't matter. Yeah, they would, they would. But thank you for your support, Owen. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so this was all happening like what October? Yeah, yeah, that's when we started. Pretty, I started pretty much around the same time you did, maybe a week or two later. Right. So did you uh, did they winter together? Did you start doing intros when you warmed them up in the spring? No, I did. Historically, I've done intros pretty much when I warm stuff up, but I did intros all all through the winter this time. No particular reason. I don't know that that's really one of the cues, but I just wanted to wanted to try something different. I haven't had a clutch of eggs since like I don't know 2004. Prior to this, remember those. Bull snakes. The symptoms, I guess, for the, the last oh, yeah, I forgot, about I forgot about the bull snakes. That was like 2012. Ha! See, I helped. <laughs> so it's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time. Yeah. I'll, oh, all right. Well, all right. Your last python clutch was your damn stimmies. Yeah. Um, You had a gorgeous pair of stims. I mean, I don't know why you got rid of those. That was crazy. Did you know I got them back? No, I did not. Well, not, not the same pair, but I have another pair. Oh. <laughs> then no i did not so but that's that's i mean what are, what are you sitting at now you have the 40 scrubs you have uh golden black white lips and then you have some weird on end stuff right like the stems yeah the stems and the um uh the argentine boas oh, yeah, i keep forgetting those so oh and i got a pair of carpets too Oh yeah, Eric made you do that. <laughs> he, did. he actually forced them on me. That happens was if like, you hang out nice. in the room long he enough. Like, I was like, they're nice, and he like put them in bins, and he was like, well, I guess I'm getting a scrub now. <laughs> <laughs> he does that to dig his hooks into you later, so that like you know when 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 you get the scrubs, he's gonna come back around. So you know, um, but <laughs> so. When did you start kind of thinking that she was gravid? Uh, when she blew up, I I got lucky and caught the ovulation on her. 
which I mean was was very similar to to any other python that that I've seen. It looked like your carpet ones. Mm-hmm. And then I just counted down, and I have like I have a lot of self doubt. So like I'm on the phone with David, and I'm like, I don't think she's going to lay eggs. I don't think it's going to happen. I'm not going to get anything. And that's like three days before she laid. And it was a 20-egg <laughs> clutch, which is probably the biggest hand and bar clutch ever. Jesus. Um, so, were you taking that male in and out, or did you just leave them together? It sounded like maybe you were taking them in and out. Yeah, it, it, it kind of depends. I just kind of gauged it and looked to see where the interest was. If if I was still right, getting lost, I left together and stuff. I wasn't. And I gave mm-hmm. them a break. Yeah. And you're able to take them in and out without getting them, uh, you know, without one taking a shot at the other and that sort of stuff, or that, or yours not too bad. They were fine. I had a lot of trouble with that with my bar necks. Right. And I think it was mainly because they wanted to kill me, but the other one was in the way. Mm. <laughs> Jesus. So, um, were I, you, were you... I had one pair wrapped wrap each other up and I pulled them out and dunked them in water and they're not letting go. And then I got one to let go. Then it bites me. Then the other one bites me. Now they're both biting me, but they're wrapped around each other. And it was, it was and you want, and you want to make more of these. It was so cool. I want to do that again. Jesus. Were, right. And on Barnett, those aren't small snakes. No, not, yep. not, especially not the ones he's got the, uh, if they're the ones I think, um, how big how big were these barnecks or how big are your biggest barnecks I would say I mean they're pretty close to the size of I guess that patternless southern maybe close to that that was at a that was at carpet fest not the big one but okay. I mean they're in the, I don't know 9 9 foot range 10 foot Jeez. range they can get a lot bigger but I just don't <laughs> don't feel like doing it no, I just haven't seen the need to it. I mean, breeding aside, I just think, you know, these animals in general grow better, you know, fed slowly mm-hmm. and stay lean. Jeez. So, um, yeah, were you feeding? What's... Yeah, go ahead, Owen. I'm saying, were you were you feeding it all during the warm-up for these guys, or you just kind of let it ride till everybody's done doing what they're doing with each other? Because, I mean, would would they be at risk for biting each other. I mean, that seems like it's a problem already, and then you're going to start thawing out food in the same room? I mean, or do you just kind of let it ride? Well, my my joke is that I like to I like to thaw out food in the room and feed at night because that makes it more fun. <laughs> <laughs> there are different definitions of fun, dude. I mean, that's just insanity. So, nah, I'm right. with you, man. <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, I you just gotta separate them, and then I I give them some time, you know, just to be safe. Okay. So separate them, and then feed them, and then put them back together. What's yeah. the background on the pair that you took that uh, went for you this year? Are those? Did you get them as small wild caught or? What's the story on those ones? Uh, David knows this story so well because they bounce around hand to hand, and then I always forget it. I forget everything he tells me for the most part. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I know. I got the female from uh, from Dan Maleri, and I got the male from Buddy. But at one point, I think maybe Dave Prada had him. I think Ryan had him for a bit. I think David even had the male for a bit. And then I I got mixed up. So they've kind of bounced around. But if you've seen that male. I've had the male for a bit. You know, I, and that, yeah. that male is patterned like a freaking carpet python almost. Yeah. So uh, I got real lucky with him. The female's more typical, but he's like, I, I can, I'd do anything to have those babies look like him. Yeah, yeah. he's, uh, he's, well, we'll find he's out, really man. pretty. Yeah. One I'm of always the skeptical of the whole certainty about the. Um, you know, whether those, it's really is nailed down about Xanthic being, you know, heterozygous to the Xanthic look and whether the pattern is really uh, homozygous to that uh, patternless look. I don't know. I don't know that we've had yeah, enough information. Yeah. So I'll be very curious to see what you hatch out. Me too. And then grow them up no for eight idea. months so we can see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, every, I got a bunch of messages about, you know, how much they're going to be or when are they going to be ready. And I'm like, they, they're going to hatch around August 1st, but I'm not, I'm not letting them go. They're going to pattern up and see a little bit of color before I even consider it. I'm I'm not in any rush. Sure. Nice. If I was doing this for the money, I'd have quit a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, six years with nothing might do that, man. <laughs> 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 and then a clutch of bull snakes is that. I mean, they're cool, but... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's but, awesome. uh, but, yeah, man, that'll be cool. And Yeah, go for it. Next year is going to be the year. Next year is going to be the year, I think, when we get to come back with a lot more information, a lot more helpful stuff. Um, I know I've, I mentioned David a lot, and he was really kind of my mentor through this whole thing. But, I mean, we've we've officially merged everything, so collectively – We've got about seventy-five. Jesus! Wow. So uh, I think kind of intermixing between my stuff and his, and analyzing each animal and seeing what the best pairs are going to be. I think you know next year we might be attempting you know fifteen or more pairs. So I think that's and what all does that entail? Species wise and stuff like that. What's that? What all does that entail, species-wise and, you know, different forms and all that different stuff? That was, I mean, that's a heck load of scrubs, man. So what, what, is that, yeah. what does that mean? What's that made of? Uh, pretty much everything that you've seen in the States in the last few years. <laughs> so, <laughs> so is there anything missing is basically what we're asking out of, like, if we looked at the entire scrub complex, is there anything currently not in with with the, your collection in the states. No. Okay. Those Bismarck so scrubs, you, you got those sitting there. <laughs> you got a, essentially every species in every locality um, that's available. You know, I think there's a I think there's a lot of stuff out there still. You know. Right. Um, sure. I think that there's some more remote areas or some islands that you know they just haven't gone out to. I don't know if the stuff is hiding if it's not worth their while i'm not i'm not totally sure um but i think that there were some other things that we've seen historically come into the states that we haven't seen in a really long time 
Yeah, um, yeah. a lot of different stuff, right? I mean, we've kind of seen we've kind of seen Highland Scrubs come in a lot more than I thought they would have in the past. I mean, and also, uh, has there been in, there's been a bunch of changes in phrasing? Like, uh, I uh, the Oxibles became the Highlands, right? Or is that something else? I'm yeah, that's English crap, is what that is. I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll tell you though. And it could just be based on where these localities are found is like the highlands that you see like me or David have, or most of the ones for sale here, stuff you've seen Dan bring in, like they look much different than some of the ones that you see like in, in Europe. And that's not to say they haven't been here. I'm just thinking of what I can picture currently. And that's the Mm -hmm. ones that, you know, have, have more of a full body orange, have more of the rosettes and patterning, um, and it just seems, I almost wonder if it's kind of like like a type one, type two thing, the way it is with Aru, because those two are very okay. different. Um, sure. But I have, I have a, I don't know how to say any of these because I can read, but apparently I can't speak. But I got a list here of, well. Well, just trust Ellen. Different. He'll do fine. Don't worry. No, he won't. I mean, he knows that. Well, he knows can better. I, <laughs> can I test them to you so that you can pronounce them for yeah, me? No, that don't don't you dare. Because you know, <laughs> you know, know. Great segment. Oh, that would go. That is stupid. Can <laughs> I start with dumb. the one that begins with a K? Uh, co- uh, what? Kofayu? Kofayu? Co- whatever the fuck. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> no. six years to learn. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's probably not even from there. So it's like... <laughs> oh, God. So, <laughs> Kofayu? Is that what you're looking for? Kofayu, Kofayu. <laughs> Who gives a damn? Maybe you guys can tell me. These are probably also like Green Tree um, localities. I think some of these... Yeah, but they even... don't agree either. I mean, the Green Tree Python people fight about it too. So there's no, no one knows. Just... Well, there's no one as fussy as the Green Tree folks. So. Thank you. Tamika... Your pen, yeah. Nambi or yeah. Nambi? Yeah. Fact, sure. fact, fact. That just feels fuck, funny fuck, to yeah. say. That just feels yeah. weird. Yeah. Well, sure, man. Go for it. And Mizul, M I S O O L. Yeah, Mizul. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know where. At least that's how I hear people say it here. Sure. <laughs> I haven't done that. Hmm. Same with uh, with Key Islands, and I don't know. Are there chondros at each of those locales? Does that sound familiar? Because I feel like a lot of times these chondro locales they have, it ends up being followed up by a shrub in the same region. Yeah, the only one uh, that – well, I haven't heard of shrubs from Pak Pak, and the Nambi one, uh, that's totally new to me. But the other ones are – I mean, certainly – so if there are shrubs from Pak Pak, I've certainly seen those chondros. Um, the rest of them, save Nambi, are familiar to me as chondro locales. Now, I, I recently got some R-Fox, which – if they have been in the States, it was a, a very long time ago. I've never heard of them before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're, they're little. In terms so of I the scrubs or the chondros? The scrubs. And they're they're little. I can't yeah. tell what they're what they're going to look like. So it's going to take do. some time. Hopefully it's, hopefully it's pretty cool. Now, do you and David... You little, man. I mean, do you and David kind of think that there's something to do? Like, you know, we had uh, Ben... Moral on a couple episodes ago where he's doing DNA testing of snake sheds to kind of map out some stuff. Do you think that maybe that might come into play with scrubs to kind of nail down localities and, you know, what's this and what's that as well as any kind of species? 
Yeah, man, definitely. I mean, there's there's a lot. This is a species that has a lot of variation, not a lot of focus from people, and they're they're from all over the place. And when you look at the the vast changes from one end to the other, even just something as small as looking at the the head structure, mm-hmm. there's a lot of different things that you know, could really be different things because all we're doing at this point is just guessing at what comes in the bag. Right. And trusting trusting some knuckleheads that put a label on it. <laughs> well, that becomes the problem, right? The, I don't know if you can reverse engineer it, but it would definitely be interesting. you got to hook up with Ben and send him stuff and, and sort of see what comes from it, you know. But if you see yeah. a bunch of differentiation between them, that'd be interesting. And then... I just don't know if you could then take a shed of an unknown and then pin it down to something. But the other way, it'd be it'd be fascinating. Yeah, it's, it's kind of in the works. While I was getting hammered and being an idiot, David was having intelligent conversation with him, and they kind of started that motion already. Thank God Dave Means is around oh, to just kind waste. of pick up yeah. the slack. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, we really need to you compliment know. each other. Uh, you yeah, had the right idea. <laughs> <laughs> That was probably one of my favorite parts of Carpet Fest, and it involved the both of you. Um, I went upstairs to go to sleep for 45 minutes, and Rob was supposed to come get me. And Rob didn't and left me sleeping. Yeah, and I woke up. so bitching about it that I, did, I just was like, you know what, man? Oh, and I would have been annoying. I know. Don't worry. There's no blaming. But I woke up at around, I don't know, 2 in the morning. Because Chris was uh-huh. wandering around Eric's house, screaming my name at the top of his lungs, wondering where I was. And I thought sure. about coming I was there out of too, the room. Man. I decided not to. So, yeah. <laughs> if you no. wouldn't come out for that, you certainly wouldn't come out for me. No, that's true. <laughs> I hate to say it, but that was probably later than two. <laughs> yeah, I, we were up till 4.15 or so, you know, something like Holy that. Holy crap. God, I'm old. I just fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wrote it out until Scally fell asleep in the chair at the fireplace, at the fire pit, and then I'm like, this is this is boring. <laughs> I was just glad that no one was dead in the pool in the morning. You know, that is that, that, is that was the, really the, the positive. That was a plus. Yeah, it was the whole point. But carpet fest takes a turn for the worse, you know. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> Eric just keeps escalating it every year, but. Um, so so I'm, I'm what, Eric and your old man between the two of them. Yeah, I know. I killed oh, both of them. Speaking of which, Chris, <laughs> I'm sure you you got a uh, Chris. I got this is very important. Um, I'm sure you got some uh, stories about one Jim McIntyre that uh, haven't been shared here that would, the crowd would appreciate. Certainly, I would. got nothing. Well, wait. <laughs> no, I might. I might. Yeah, might. <laughs> We're going to have to think about that when I come back to it, because I think that I okay. do, and it's yeah. probably... Yeah, so give it some thought. It's probably something that percolated. It wasn't even reptile-related. Yeah, probably not. Oh, because, that's you the know, best, man. <laughs> there's that, yeah. But how many scrubs are you guys going to try next year between you and Dave, clutch-wise, and localities? Yeah. All of them? I'd say, uh, I'd say probably around, like, 15 pairs. Jesus. Now, of what, man? There's some what, that sounds awesome. What, what are you doing? There's yeah. some struggles in that list, though, because I'm I'm including Helma Harris and Malukins in that group. So you're saying you'll so go you 15 went. for 15, and it'll be perfect. Yeah, okay. yeah exactly. Okay, Just do that. Aim for, point at the fence and go. You know, well, come because, on. Because, 
Well, because Rob told me it was going to happen, I'm going to have to now. So exactly. Yes. Rob Stone says you do it. You know. <laughs> now I think you got this nailed down, man. But what? Uh, yeah. What all are you running? Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. I'll probably do both kinds of tannin bars again. We'll see how that female's doing, but I have a, another one lined up if I need to for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, a couple different barnecks, and then there's there's a wish list of things that kind of complete some some things that we want to do. Um, bunch of there's different variations of I guess what you would quote call sarongs, um, southerns, patternless southerns, waminas, patternless waminas. I'm right in that moment right now. Remember when I told mm-hmm. you with the tannin boys, it was like three days before she laid, and I'm like, I'm not getting eggs. Hmm. That, that's you're, exactly you're doing that right now? This, that's exactly where I'm at with this patternless Wamina because I look at her, and I'm like, nope, you're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. So I might get lucky. I might get tricked. I'm not sure yet, but it's right that it's right about that time. So you see me in a couple right. of days. That would be cool. Is that yeah, the same I know... one, that, the nasty one from back in the day, or is that a different one? Hmm. Yeah, the, I've had her since like yeah. 2011, so it might be, depending on what we were talking about. Yeah, the one I own was always complaining about. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she was a flighty bitch. Look, but look. it's funny because she's got this history thing of that I brought her to ICAS, and she was originally right. going to be the one I offered in Best in Show, but then Rico told me to put the Malukin that I brought with me in Best in Show instead. So this snake has been around forever and she's just always right. been it's a finicky, it is that same one. Bitch. Okay. Yeah, same one. So. Wait, she went to ICAS? Yeah, you sent me with her and a bunch of other shit. You couldn't make it, remember? So she's such an idiot. I know. We probably put her back <laughs> eons. <laughs> like it's probably why she didn't need for like a month and a half. But you know I just thought it was a sales pitch, so you're trying to hoard all the Waminas that came in for yourselves by making everyone think they were terrible. I thought that was the whole game plan. Well no no no, no. <laughs> we'll flat out tell you when a snake's an evil dick. So, you know, but yeah, it was uh yeah, we brought her to ICAS. Or I did. I don't know where you were. The Waminas are really, really interesting. I think that we're gonna find a lot of variations in them as the time goes on. Really? Um, yeah, because I've got just in the normal looking animals, I don't have any two that are the same. I've got some that are really, really high orange, like something that I've never really seen come in before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have three patternless animals, and none of them are the same. Like color wise, or? Color very faint pattern that makes it look a little different. Like one of the patternless has a, a mild stripe going down its back. I don't know if that no longer makes you want to call it patternless anymore, but it's definitely not a prevalent pattern. <laughs> well, that's just like the tannin bar thing where it's like, hey, yeah. I don't know about patternless, but how are you telling the, us there was Is it the tongue thing or what? Yeah, well, the original patternless that I have, David got captive hatch with a with its clutch mates. Yeah. Okay. They were patterned. So they were had, yeah, so they, they, the clutch mates were patterned, normal-looking Waminas. She and – there might have been another one in there. I forget. Um, 
and was was patternless with them, and that kind of gave away a couple of traits to help identify the others. Um, sure. One of the ones that I call patternless, if you look really close, you can almost see that that kind of crazy right. tail pattern. The classic pattern, but super faded out. Kind of like fuzzy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, they seem to change a little bit with age, too, but the one I have the oldest one that I think has the eggs is significantly lighter than the other two, like night and day. Yeah. I think, oh, huh. didn't I send okay. you a picture of the one that I just got? Uh, you did, but I have a picture of her when she was a baby. I'm going to send that over to Rob right now. That was the patternless when she was a baby. So that's in your little chat thing there. And I'm going to dig out pictures in that text message stream from Chris of all the scrubbies. <laughs> so That's pretty, man. Yeah, she was gorgeous when she was teeny. Reminds me a lot of a super Big old head. zebra. Oh yeah, uh-huh. huge head. And we still go. got Let's a big head, Chris. Yeah, yeah, she does. Got the nice so blockheads. For anybody who wants something that's not going to get as huge as a bar neck, I mean, she's I don't know, eight years old. Mm-hmm. And she might be eight feet, but she's really, really thin-bodied. I mean, she's probably never going to hit a point where she's going to need a massive cage. Right. So I just tossed up. I just tossed so up the that, other picture uh, of the other what's patternless. What's that second one? That striped that's striped one. The, that's, that's, that's the, the other patternless. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Both women. And what's the? What's the sex on those things? Uh, allegedly, they're all female, but I have to double-check the smaller patternless one. Um, it'd be cool to have a male, but I don't care. They're just they're just all really cool. And sure. David's got a, a really high orange male that I want to try to put to her next That's season. her right now. That's her right now uh, with... So Rob, you can weigh in. Do, does she look gravid to you? <laughs> that's the, uh, yeah, tell me. Well, let's blow it up the here. He sent, yeah, that's the picture he sent me. Going, please God, tell me if this thing is gravid or not. So I just also I'm throwing all these pics over in the MPR chat if you're following her along, or if you're listening to this later on. Well, I'm sure you're hesitant to grab her, but how does that feel? Because certainly, I mean, it, it looks all right. It's not super separated. It is a little bit, it looks like, but how does it feel? That's the tough part. If you touch that animal, it She loses her damn mind. Good luck with that. A, a super tense freak out? Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. so then, even if you can get her in hand when she's not biting or spraying, She's so sure. tense, you're not going to determine much. Yeah, you don't get any of that give. Sure. Yeah, I don't know, man. And it, so it shed about a month ago, that's what you're saying? Yeah, she would have been due on the 20th, I want to say. And that, and everything that she did literally matched day for day with that tannin bar, which is something that gave me some confidence, but... We'll see. Yeah, she shed on May 20th. Mm. And she's eating or no? Nope. So that's good. 
Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The reaction to it or just running? Or you had an offer? Yeah, just just disinterested. I stopped offering when she first stopped refusing, but now I got now I got confused, so I wanted to try again, and she still refused, so that's good. Yeah, I mean, it looks like there's something there, man. Assuming it's perpetually kind of a thinner body, you keep them a thinner-bodied snake, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I thought, and maybe this is just my uh, inexperience among some other things, is I thought with her being so lean that it would be more noticeable. But maybe my thinking should be just the opposite: is that because she's so small, it would be a smaller clutch. So right, yeah, right. smaller clutch, say. smaller egg, it's harder to sure. Yeah, I, don't know, I, I would agree. Well, fingers crossed be- for you. Well, I mean, what I've seen in carpets is that my big females swell up big, but it's just as comparable. Like if they the small the small females don't swell up as big as the big females, they just get proportionally big. So, uh, and you know, that's the same kind of thing for a 32 egg layer versus a 10 egg layer. So it would be kind of hard to tell if the clutch was small. And I think it's even harder to tell if the clutch is infertile. You know, if, if she lays a clutch of slugs, I don't think the swell is as big or as thick. Oh Lord, don't put that juju out there, man. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm trying to be honest. <laughs> I was just about to say, if she lays a clutch of slugs, it's your goddamn yeah, fault. drive to my house. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that far of a drive. I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, what's but, the story with this barnack that's on fire that Owen posted? Is this the one that you were talking about? At some point long ago, Owen was, uh, Running his mouth about some beautiful barnacle he had gotten, and I oh, no, his mouth about a lot of things on fire. So, um, well, really, the one a the really can. nice pair from 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 David originally. Yeah. So this was back in I think 2011, and the one in that picture, the bigger one, is uh, the big male that David had named Rain, and he was really the one that. That started all of this. That started the brighter colored barnet that kind of created David's line, uh, if you will. What is this? You just sent me a text that said this one, and there's no picture. Oh, it didn't show up yet. Anyway, but um, <laughs> is that what that noise oh, was? That's it. Uh, yeah, that's what that go. is. Oh, that was... No one texts him anymore. The, I thought you meant the one that, that yeah. David posted. No, that's up with the, the next one. Together. Jesus Christ! No, that's the next one. Uh, Rob was talking about this barnack. Okay, so there were a couple of those that came in with that kind of patterning, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy. So I, I don't know if they are just ironically that color and pattern, or maybe that's – I hate to say its own locality because then, then I start throwing around garbage words like everybody else. But they're, they're very different, and the female that goes with him, I wonder. Um, I mean, they're just they're two of the the yellowest barnecks I've I've ever seen. Right. And yeah, I, I don't crazy. know why, but they were they were just imported animals. I got one from Dan, and I got one from this this Jacob Klein guy that looks like he's breeding diamond pythons now. 
Oh, oh, oh yeah, oh, that, yeah, that okay. guy. He was, yeah, he just pivoted and bought a bunch of diamonds and is doing pretty well with that from like from what Facebook will tell me. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, but the other animal I tossed up there was uh, Ray. So, what you were talking about with um. Really Rain. Rain. That's really cool about scrubs in general is a lot of different species, you know, either kind of get their adult colors and hold them, or maybe with age they they lose some coloration or get darker. Mm-hmm. For me, the scrubs, with the exception of maybe Moluccans, who tend to get a little bit darker, and Halmaharas, to me, just don't seem like they change that much. Um, but the Barnecks and stuff, I think they continue to get brighter, even in old age. Like that, the biggest one on there, Rain, which is which is David's, and then the smaller one, the female offspring that I have, um, she is seven years old, and the last six months have been the brightest six months of her life. Jesus and literally every year, she turns out more and more like that animal. So, that's cool, man. That's uh, that's really interesting. And out of all these scrubs that we have, so many of them are so young that there's so much potential change that it'll be really interesting. There's not a whole lot of people that tend to keep their scrubs into adulthood and witness all of that. Right. Yeah, I mean that's the key. Don't get so many that you turn it out, you know. But so I think forty is a good like, number. Yeah, forty is a great number until you get to one hundred and forty. Um, Chris, do you remember you like the first? <laughs> do you remember the first time like we went to David Means' place? He had those giant. Were they the Biox? Yeah. Yeah. Like, now, do you walk? Do you walk kind of a razor's edge with your scrubs about not? having them get to be that big i mean because i know he kind of didn't have any success with breeding those guys well the thing about that was i mean he he got those when they were that big yeah i know to begin with and we don't we don't know the history and we've never really seen that locality again i mean they were definitely the biggest scrubs that i think any of us has ever seen unless you want to you know, by uh, by Tom's story of his twenty foot wild shrub that nobody has pictures of, <laughs> <laughs> that only he could see. Yeah, okay. So um, it's uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but I mean, those things. I mean, they were a good sixteen feet, and for yeah. everybody who saw that southern at the carpet fest, I mean, they were more than double that. Animal, maybe not in length, but in, in girth, probably. Looked like retics. They had giant heads. I mean, they were. I remember we, we walked in that room for the first time, and that thing doubled over in an eight foot neo. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, was nuts. It was good. But yeah, I mean, generally for breeding and, and simply just good health, I mean, I think most species should be treated that way. As cool as it is to have a giant scrub. I just don't know that they ever really need to be. I think that that Southern at Carpet Fest, if David or I had raised it, 
it would not have been that big. And that's not to say she's in bad shape, but it just wasn't wasn't needed. So do you feed sporadically or not as often as, say, like as a carpet guy like me, or are we talking about different food items? I mean, in, in general, I'll feed, you know, maybe every other week, and occasionally I'll skip a week. Mm-hmm. And I like to, I like to vary, vary it up. I feed different size food items. I don't always feed on the same day. Um, sometimes I'll mix it, mix in a chick or something like that, or switch from mice to rats. None of them really seem to get addicted to anything. So I think the variety is fun. Especially, well, those Halmaharas really like chicks. <laughs> but I'm guessing that, I'm guessing that they eat a lot of birds naturally anyway. Just, who That's cares what the, the bird is spot, right? That's how we see them. Yeah. You know? Well, those bird pictures. Did you, have, so. did you have other scrubs, Rob? I've had baby Nauta, baby Southern, uh, big Nauta. Um, I'm just curious. I have you're... never had a Barnack. I've had Uh-oh. all the rest, and I've had Moluccans. I've never had a Barnack. <laughs> With your experience with the the Halma hares, and maybe you can compare this to another species, they by far have much larger teeth than oh, any yeah, of man. my other. They'll bite. Th- I told you this, man. They'll bite through a uh, leather work glove like that big girl. Oh, you reach in even with those things, you're still bleeding, man. You know she'll she'll nail you in just because it's the only way to deal with it. At least in my room, you know, and she's it's got, like you can't grab her and she'll grab you and larger barnacles. Yeah, man. Okay, well, that's good news, you know, relative to the Barnack stuff, because I assumed that it crossed over, and it was just like, wow, I can't even imagine what it, you know, a fist the size or a you know, head the size of my fist, what would what it would do with that same teeth? But yeah, man, you pull hey, it out of your hand, and it's a third of an inch to half I mean, an inch long. Don't get me wrong, you don't want that bite. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're all bad. <laughs> uh. How many Helma Harris are you working with now? Because I know you got a few of them. Five. Five? That's a few of them. Okay. <laughs> what is that, three, two? But I want, like, 20. 20? Yeah. My Helma Harris have their own room. I want to fill the room. Jesus Christ. <laughs> now, now, is the what appeal have, for three, that... Two? Yeah. What's that? Do you have... How many, uh, what is that ratio? Is it three males or a couple ma- Hopefully you got a couple males in that. Yeah, two two males, three females. Two nice. males, yeah, okay. Now, is the appeal to them is just because they're a scrub that has not been produced uh, in the uh, United States? Get this States? guy out of here. Or ever, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, you. <laughs> they're the coolest ones, man. They are, they're bad. it's like i'm really torn i like them because they're they're different they're not at all like the other scrubs um they haven't been bred which is really cool i mean there's there's something left to figure out though i mean i hope i get lucky with those but the fact that i can't give you a map to breed barnecks and some other things tells me that you know, it's, it's possible that we're further away on those, so we'll we'll see. But I don't know; they're just they're nah, just intriguing, man. 
They <laughs> they act this way, but frankly, I don't do anything with them. I don't want to stress those animals out at all. I right. I set them up, I keep them clean, and I look at them from a distance. Now we right have on, a question. Man. What kind do you have? Do you have the dark ones or the light ones? Or do you have some of both? I, presumably. I have one female that's kind of light, but it doesn't match that one that you had. Uh huh. Well, I mean, just there's there's such a range, you know. You get those ones with the faded bands. I know David had said before, and I don't know if he has any same view or updated view that maybe that's actually a couple different snakes. It could be. It could be. I. It, what kills me is that we don't ever see them come in small. I mean, I think that. If we could get our and you had a I'll few send you of them, some baby you know, pictures, man. Yeah. <laughs> I think though. I, mean, I think if we could get our hands on a good sized group of babies, that's our best bet. And I feel really good about the one pair that I have because I own this pair, or at least one of the animals. I I need to look at pictures to try and identify the one, but I had a, at least one of them. Back in 2011. Oh, yeah. And sold them. Don't quote me, but I want to say it was to Jim Kurosky. Uh-huh. And then they went to um, to uh, what's it? I'm blanking on his last name. His name's Chris. He's in the scrub group. He's one of the admins. Uh, don't know. <laughs> oh, anyway, Facebook guy, so we got to sure. rely on him. Yeah. Yeah. Then I got him. <laughs> I got him back from him. And there's two things really crazy about this. One, if you move a Halmahera that many times, it's typically dead. Mm-hmm. And they really tough that out. They don't miss meals. The male is inquisitive, like a scrub or a carpet. Like it. It comes to the front. It'll follow your finger across the cage for food. You crack the door open and throw something in there. It'll catch it in the midair. I mean, that's that's the most comfortable I've ever seen a Halmahera in its environment. Yeah. Yeah. That that says a, a lot to me. And they've been in captivity for over six years. They weren't babies, but they were pretty small. I mean, they've more than doubled in size in captivity. So I, yeah, man, I, I, I honestly with those think when they're when they follow you, when they'll you know, not when they're the crazy flailing bite, they don't really do that. You know, some of the other wild scrub stuff does that, but those when they oh, actually give you interest and they don't just suck their head, that's a good sign. You know, I know people yeah. are like, oh, they're so sweet, and it's like, yeah, but that's not a great sign, man. I like it when they give you a little action, not not crazy style, but they give you some action. I think they're feeling good about themselves. You know, and that's a good. They're feeling comfortable. Yeah, they're gonna protect their area and their shit, you know, that's, that, that seems to be like it's coming into its own. So, yeah, that's awesome. So Chris, we do have a question from the NPR chat. Uh, Brandon would like to know if you combat your scrubs uh, when breeding them. I don't, but I've heavily considered it with the helms next year. Holy shit. With the helm of Harris. I don't even think they're yeah. like man. I think you'd be good. They'll just yeah, be upset to each other. Place. All right. I think it'll be more of a dominant presence than a combat. I don't see them being Square that off. aggressive towards each other. I think okay. actually, uh, 
we talked about buying or building a, a much larger enclosure and maybe even trying to keep one of the pairs together and see how that goes. Year round? That's not normally my thing, but we don't know what triggers them, so yeah. maybe. Now I think doing that with we, three of them, man, with both those boys might be the play. <laughs> Everybody, just just make the whole room an enclosure and just let them loose. No, no, no. But but <laughs> do that do that two one and and run that and see see what they do. As long as they're all eaten, you know, then then keep running and exactly. just see what happens. Who knows? Um, with with now, those taking them in and out, it's, it was always a fiasco with mine. Yeah, I really, I really try not to mess around in their cages until they're in their hides. Mm-hmm. And I have two that will not go in their hides. They'll only perch. And when that happens, I, I actually I'll go in there and cover them with a towel. Because I, I, yeah, I, I, I just don't want to upset those things. Maybe I'm being too extreme, but I don't think no. that most of the ones that have died, I don't think they died really because they were sick. Some of them might have been, but I think it was all stress-related. Well, yours are still alive, yeah, I think so the clearly ones we something's get now working. Are, are better. <laughs> you yeah. know, I don't think there's – it used to be, a, I think, a worse trip. And even sometimes when we get them, you know, it was on and off of what that actually entailed for them. And I think we didn't know mm-hmm. about that always, you know. In those early ones, I think we're really taking a, a hard, uh, hard trip. I don't think they're that bad, man. You know, honestly, I think we just, you know, we overthink it, and then we all want to be first. So then it, we screw it, you know, screw it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rob, and, and what, I think that what, multiple male thing. I think that's a that's something. Rob, unless what you get a boy like your cannonball. What made yours so bad, Rob? Like getting yours in and out of an enclosure? Oh no, it was just when I had them paired up that the female would just, na- you know, at least twice she just nailed the shit out of them, and it was just like, <laughs> oh, that's not nice. good. And ultimately, yeah. one of the ones she killed that way, you know, she just nailed them and nailed them, wrapped him really hard and stuff, and it clearly messed up his digestive process, you know. So that Fuck. six weeks later, when I had pulled him and fed him and stuff, I you saw it move down, and then it just rotted out. Um, so, you know, she obviously did him some damage and has some teeth. And, I mean, heck, I got him right off of her, or got her right off of him, but I could see at the time that it was like, oh, that that was a nasty, you know. That's like being in a car wreck, man. You know, that was not yeah. good. They hit with such force, you know. I, I think I told you guys about trying to feed a reptiling to that big girl, right? Yeah, yeah. Did I tell you about but that? About, you know. Throw it out there. Offering Do it again. To her. Yeah, so, I uh, offered her one, one was, I think it was the elk or something like that. And it was, oh, they'll just come up and, you know, take it and whatever. And maybe some stuff, you know, that works. 35, 40% of stuff will take stuff like that. But she just nailed the heck out of it and then uh, bit into it, didn't like the taste, and started throwing raw elk all over her cage. And I was like, okay, great. So she's going to be in a, a super positive mood when I now have to clean out all this raw ground elk from the, the whole cage. This is great. <laughs> Ideal situation. <laughs> that is on the list of something I am not trying. <laughs> yeah, man. Forget, forget I wouldn't that. send those things to scrubs. That would be my experience. I would say, you know, Reptilinx is a cool idea. I, certainly King Snakes, it went great. The, you know, the ones that would take it, it went awesome. But uh, don't do scrub pythons. 
because she Scrub just teeth. ripped the thing in half and then started throwing it all over the place. And I was like, yeah, fabulous. It's great. So what, uh, what do you guys see from the outside about the scrub market? They're obviously getting a little popular. You see people getting really excited when they hold them. I mean, I'm right on the inside of that, so scrub – Scrub is everything for me, but what do you what do you guys see? Uh, Go ahead, Owen. I I see it as something that has for a long time been non-existent. I mean, you know, the scrub market itself is grabbing the random scrub that's on some guy's table and taking it home and rehabbing it and doing whatever you do, and then hopefully it turns out to a good animal. With sprinkled in there, somebody who gets lucky and runs into a clutch every once in a while. I haven't seen any real, you know, this is the guy to go to for captive born and bred scrubs. Like that, that really hasn't been there. There have been people who've had great collections. There have been, like I said, people who've gotten lucky, but I don't, you don't see them. There's no table at Tinley Park. There's no table at Hamburg or anything like that that, that devoted clearly to scrubs. So, um, Give it a year. that's what I'm waiting for. Like <laughs> I would say that the, the, the interest is there. I will say that there are a ton of people that are chomping at the bit um, for really nice captive born and bred scrub. I think if you start like tr- uh, trotting out some of those scrubs that I know you have, and I know that David have as even displays at a show, baby's going to go like hotcakes. So um, I'm excited and I'm hopeful for you guys to actually start cranking them out because uh that would be kind of awesome. Scrubs always seemed like a little bit more of an attitude of a carpet python, which, you know, I hope you're ready for every email you get inquiring about a baby is, you know, um, how's his disposition or is he gentle? Cause you know, I get asked that for carpet pythons, you're going to get nothing but that with scrubs, but you know, that's comes with it. So, um, but no, dude, I, I would just you know, sell to those knuckleheads. Just you don't sell those idiots. Um, but I was going to say, because in that case, David's going to have to be Mr. Customer Service because I'm not answering those. <laughs> <episodes>. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But I, I would, I would welcome seeing a bunch of clutches of Barnick every year. Uh, some more Malukins. I, I would love to see that kind of stuff. Like starting to get into F2s, F3s, something like that. I, I think it would be great. I think, with the variation that comes with scrub, you could really produce some killer freaking animals. So, yeah. That is the goal. Yeah, I don't know about, about you, selling, having to sell a whole bunch of baby barnacks just because of the – that's a different critter, man. You know, but all the other stuff, I think, you know, the, the barnack stuff's worth doing because they're beautiful snakes and there is enough of a right audience. But a whole bunch of them, that's, that's kind of – that's a you know tough sledding to not have them wind up in the wrong spot, and I know David always went to good lengths to make sure they went to a good home. But um, mm-hmm. the other stuff, man, there's well, the interest is there. Those Malta, you know, it's going to take a long time to sell some of those because I wouldn't just sell them to anybody. Yeah, I mean those those barnacks can get pretty serious. Um, you know, if they're if they're not in the right hands, I think they're appropriate next step for somebody that has some experience but they're not for everybody yeah i mean for sure you know you'll make beautiful stuff and i know it'll find homes but find good homes but yeah it'd be easy to overshoot the skis on that i think um the other stuff man i i think you can't 
can't make enough. You know, obviously we had, if you go back 14 years or 15 years or whatever, three years in a row, I bought all those baby Nautas that came in from Indo. Um, you know, those whole clutches of them and grew them up and sold them to folks and stuff. And man, the interest was super strong. You know, that was, that was always the interest is there. And that's because those are little snakes or at least they can be, you know? Um, and I think the rest of that stuff, oxbills are a bit bigger. The Highland stuff's a bit bigger. Palms, obviously just, uh, you know, the cachet is there, but they're beautiful, mm. you know, and for the most part, they are much, uh, they're smaller certainly than the far next stuff. And they're, they're cool, man. I think you'll, yeah, those, you won't have any problem. <laughs> But, you know, it's one of those things. It's always the issue. I think we talked about it three or four years ago when we talked about it, saying, yeah, you can you probably get a ton of money for them, but by getting a ton of money for them, you might be putting them with people that would be not as ideal as, you know, if you yourself were in that the opposite position, right? Oh, well, I don't have as much to offer as the other guy, but I'd be a better place for him to go. <laughs> I'll wait forever. Half, half of you guys are going to get rid of your carpets and come to scrubs anyway. It's all good. Never going to happen. Never. I've kept scrubs. I'm never going to happen. I've kept your scrubs. Well, I was never going to have diamond pythons and boas. Don't worry about that. Oh, that's it. No, if I could go back in time, I'd have nothing but bread lie. And, gonna, you know. If you keep down talking my scrubs, I'm going to make sure I set up my table right next to yours. Do it. I'll yell at you the entire time. <laughs> and I'm going to put some baby barnecks back in your packing box. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll be mad about it for a bit, I guess. But um, the the problem I see is that there's always going to be those people that come to shows. Because, I mean, like, dude, I, I've had people come up to me at shows and be like, we're looking for, and it's always some guy with his, like, 10-year-old kid be like, we're looking for this python. Be like, well, have you ever had any experience with that? No, but we saw these pictures of it, and they're awesome. I'm like, okay. And then I say no. But then they go three aisles over and they get it from somebody else who doesn't give a damn. So are you kind of thinking that with the uptick in scrubs, are you going to see more uh, imports brought in? Are you going to see more people trying to do, trying to get into those as opposed to, it kind of almost seems like if your captive born and breads pick up, are you going to see people getting more imports? I mean, good luck. Not with that quota, quota, man. Yeah, the yeah, the quote is going down, you know. And for two, we see less now than we used to. <laughs> scrubs are pretty hardy, but if you get a wild-caught scrub in and you don't hydrate it correctly, it's yeah. going to die. And they're fragile as babies. Um, they're, they're fragile. The hydration is important. It's just like what we used to go through with the white lift. Yeah, remember the, the baby thing. thing. Yeah. 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 Sure. Well, I remember um, our first group of Malukans, uh, Hazel. I was just, she had a little bit of stuck shed, and I'm like picking it off of her. And then I ripped her skin off, her body, like just tore it. And I'm like, holy shit. And she healed and she turned out fine. But when she went through that color change from like a little red. You ruined my trophy snake. I. <laughs> Right? Oh my God! Oh, that was disgusting. She had, her, she had a one. She had one dot on her that didn't change color like the rest of her because uh, that's where I ripped the skin off of her. So um, she did fine. She was fine, <laughs> you know. So yeah, <laughs> but they are very fragile. <laughs> well, I shouldn't touch them. I don't know, you know if Chris hung up, or I think I think you might have. 
exactly. I was saying you might exactly. have hung up after that. Okay. He hangs up after I told him about Hazel. Yeah, well. But the other thing, too, is I have some wild-caught stuff that psychotic doesn't describe. <laughs> like, oh, go you on. thought that patternless Lamina go nuts was bad? Yeah. I got stuff that I can have a lot of times to settle stuff down. I'll start it in, in a good size rack before I move it into a bigger cage. Cause they're so hyper and, um, yeah, the darkness kind of calms them and then I'll transition once they're out of quarantine. But right. I've got some even relatively small scrubs that from the second bin from the ground, when I open that bin, I can get hit in the face. Jesus. <laughs> And they'll hit in the they'll hit you in the face, and then they'll run away, and then you'll grab them, and then they'll shit on you, and then they'll hit you in the face again. And you want more of these? Like this, like dude. <laughs> I do, I do, but it's, it's because I like them, and I don't mind doing the hard work for everybody else because I don't have a single captive bred animal that does ridiculous shit like that. I'm not telling you they're all going to be friendly. I'm not telling you you can pet them. I've got captive bred stuff you can't even hold. But they're not psychotic. They're not overstressing. When you think about it, when I tell you that story and you picture how much that animal is stressing, that animal might never breed, and it might not even stay alive. So I take tremendous extra effort to make sure these things are not stressed. And if you're going to invest a sizable amount of money into the species to work with, you don't want that animal that freaks out and overstresses itself. No, you're right. You don't. You want, you want as close, you want something that can at least manage. Whatever the price tag is on captive bread, even if it's not for me or not from David, it's worth tenfold. Some of this wild stuff. If you could have seen everything I brought in. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, which brings up to our routine kind of funny bite story, if that's okay. Do it. Because <laughs> so, half the time you tell these stories, I'm amazed you haven't died because I knew you when you had Mamba. And, like, you know, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I love that. If I, I was always just and... like, Mamba. That's, that's so Mamba. great. I love it. It's, like, it's funny. Like, I actually... Four species. <laughs> They get inf- they get emphasis on the mamba, you know. Christ, I see that. <laughs> I miss my mamba. No, no, it was a deadly shoelace of doom. <laughs> well, a rebar shoelace is super strong and can hold itself up. No, he had a he had a he had a baby green. He had a baby green that would just go flying all over the freaking place. It was tiny and evil. Oh God, no. Yeah, but the strength <laughs> the on those things, man. Crazy. Yeah, probably. The forest cobras, the forest cobras were better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Christ. Do you have any case? Anyway, I got a I got a scrub that I actually call Mamba because basically the best way to deal with it is open the bin and step back. <laughs> because it just launches right out onto the ledge. One time it launched off the edge, grabbed my pant leg, and just hung there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so maybe I'll give it a bigger cage and give it some extra hides, and it won't have to deal with me. And then this, the, the dumb thing stops eating. So it's happy in its little bin, but it just wants me to leave it to hell alone. 
did you work with any capes back in the day? What's that? Did you work with any cape cobras back in the day? Uh, I had a cape just for fun, though. I never tried to. They're pretty. He was pretty nuts. Even too. crazier or less so? What's that? Was it even crazier or less in the forest? No, forest still gets it for me. But my forest was almost nine feet long. I mean, it was a big forest. That's a handful, man. <laughs> he could, I mean, he, he Thank could you for understatement. Three. That's a handful. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I loved that thing. I can't believe I got rid of it. Like, it tried to kill you multiple times. I know. It's like, all right. So, yeah, that was my introduction to snakes. So I mean, that's like... <laughs> Your introduction to me, too. Yeah, pretty much. So, <laughs> Is he doing this stuff in the dorms? You know, your whole rogue reptiles. Well, it's a whole other level, uh, you know. Oh, it's no, a whole other level of switchblade, brother, buddy bear, you know. Uh, he didn't, no, he didn't have any venomous in the dorm maybe one time. <laughs> so I don't, I don't think, I don't remember. <laughs> so, oh, those were just heuristics. Don't even worry about it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to try. So. No, I don't think there was any venomous in the dorms. Just the, you know, leucistic Texas rat and a few other things. So Yeah, we, we did stupid stuff in the dorm, but... And I have a lot of dumb bite stories from scrubs and stuff, but I've never done anything. The venomous command too much. Oh, no. There yeah. was, uh, uh, no, I I'm, you, I'm... I remember, hey, but I'm not going to get us in trouble on air. So, yeah, I will text you later about that. So... As you know how much I enjoy getting bitten by things, I, that was kind of my calling to get rid of the venomous stuff. Yeah. Plus, I moved to Maryland, which is a really terrible place. I don't know how any of you guys do it here. <laughs> well, I stay in Pennsylvania, and uh, Rob is in Colorado, so there you go. That's back. how we've managed. Be back. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. You can't have venomous here either, but... No. To put a... Uh, a big dealing with a big adult scrub into context. Mm-hmm. David has this one called Hannibal, rightfully named. Okay. And I what don't is know. It? Is it just maybe a barnack? Barn or is, okay. 12, 13 feet, maybe. Holy shit. And he's like the most confident animal ever. He's not a nutcase. He just, he just stares you down and he's like, He's like, I just want you to know you're going to die. It's kind of how <laughs> I feel like he looks at me when we engage each other. Oh, good. Um, and for this reason, I've, I'm talking to people about being like permanent videographers because this needed to be on video. Mm-hmm. Uh, so pulled him out on the floor, double back toward me. I went to pick it. I went to tail him. He got his tail around my foot, but around the arch of my foot, so now I can't put my foot down without stepping on him. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to grab him mid-body. He's rising up towards my face. Mm-hmm. And then I'm trying to back up, but I can't back up because he's got my foot. And then he sprays everywhere. Oh. And I don't mean like a musk. I mean like a pool. Oh, gross. So, <laughs> I'd rather get bit. <laughs> you know. 
I'm flipping, I'm yelling at it, I'm hopping around in one foot, jumping around in a circle, and David is in the corner laughing. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Why? Why isn't he helping? <laughs> but uh, I think like, they're fun. <laughs> couldn't have made that thing. Couldn't have made that up. Jesus Christ! Made that up. And it it felt like forever because I'm like, I know he's going to get me. I know he's going to get me. This is going to hurt real bad. <laughs> it's the anticipation. Is, like, but the thing is, though, like all that is like, obviously. If you know me, you know that I like to mess around with stuff, and I ask for it. But that wasn't really that. I mean, that whole thing could have happened just from shifting him from cage to cage or cage to a bucket to do cleaning. Mm. <laughs> and they're they're just really smart. They analyze stuff. They look around, and if they're not psychopaths, like especially like him, they won't strike until they know they're going to land something. Right, yeah. why waste the energy? And it gives you like a, like a false sense of security, like, oh, he's not going to get me, but he's just, just waiting, just waiting for the right time. Yeah, they're not Amazon tree bows that are just doofuses swinging around. <laughs> just hitting the glass. Um, What was, what can you say would be probably the worst time you got to hit? <laughs> uh, see, the funny thing is, normally I get a hit because I'm doing something stupid and this was stupid but not stupid on purpose right um i mentioned you know my humidity issues so i use like a pump sprayer a lot and i opened the door to the barn to my female barnack one of my biggest ones and she was in the back corner and i'm spraying her spraying her my sprayer runs out of water and it's one of those ones you have to pump mm-hmm. so i was in the back corner <laughs> probably maybe 10 square feet away from me and I bend down the pump the water and in seconds she's on the edge of that cage and she popped me in the back of the head <laughs> the, uh, back, the back of the head the back of did the she head pull out on it Jesus. No. or did she back she up hung, she hung on oh yeah. I, had to, I had to stand up and level her back into the cage to let go. Oh, that sucks. That just but sucks, dude. But that's like dude. one of those ones that like, I'm embarrassed by, because that's not because I was playing with it. That's because I was careless. Right, you just bent down and weren't looking. Sure. Yeah, like I, just, I felt like an idiot from that one. Well, and scrubs are hard to kind of judge their range. I mean, and I David, remember the one... David said he caught it. He caught it? Oh. Oh, I thought he was making fun of me. I think he said he called in. He you called in? Oh, okay. What's, you have what's the, his, yeah, uh, what's uh, what's David's uh, what's number or area for? code? Yeah. Five, it's, uh, five, seven, nine, two. Okay, here he is. Hold on. Hey, David, you're on. All right. David, so, how you doing? Chris, pretty good, but I had to call in because Chris left out a few key elements of that story. Do and it. I wasn't an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I wasn't an asshole sitting in the corner just laughing at him. He's sliding yeah. around on the floor saying, I'm sliding in shit and he's going to bite me, and I just couldn't control myself anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's a given. So. <laughs> I mean, th- those are details that just can't be left out of these stories. No, no. You've got to remember, it's, it's details, man. <laughs> well, since. 
since you're here, I guess you should tell him how I broke the one. Oh, uh, yeah, you. I don't know what it is with Chris, but if you've mm. got a nice snake, I mean, I've literally got one that I produced here, hatched out of the egg, handled it all the time, let other people hold it. I mean, total sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Never musk, never bit, never nothing. I hand it to Chris, and he's got it for, I don't know, less than five minutes, and he's we're talking about, but well, he's telling me how she's holding on real tight, and I'm like, well, they usually do that right before they bite. <laughs> <laughs> and then she rubs her face along his wrist just a little Ooh, bit, opens his mouth, good. clamps mm-hmm. down, mm-hmm. which, I mean, scrubs really don't do that. It's a, you know. Just strike or nothing. They're coming or they just, they, Yeah. They don't just open their mouths and clamp down very often. And I'm sitting there. <laughs> Blood's dripping out of Chris's wrist, and I'm, I'm kind of dumbfounded there for a minute, but then I'm, you know, of course, scrub bite, so I've got to go run and get my camera and, and you know. Right, take the picture of him, you, you know, got, all the usual stuff. You got to, yeah, you got to document this stuff. You, you got to document you know, all of this. Yeah. Exactly. The scientific and record I'm needs pictures, it. and he's like, okay, that's nice, but. Can we get it off now? Get it off, man. You know, it's not, it's not feeling too good. So um, I go and I get a, a small bottle of vodka I've got. And he's like, you're really going to pour that on? That's not going to feel very good. <laughs> I said, but it, it'll be sterile, right? I mean, it's going to clean the wound. So, yeah, it'll be um, fine. <laughs> so, you know, we get the... We we get the snake off of him, and I, I think at some point in here she musked all over the place, which, again, she's never done before. <laughs> um, long story short, I haven't picked that snake up since then. <laughs> I, I don't understand somebody that can come over and pick up the nastiest, meanest snake you have and not get bit. And then touch but the nice ones and get handled the and then ruin a yeah, good one. So hey, exactly, that was the rule. We would we would go to snake so shows and if we're and if we're handling a snake, if it bit Chris, we had to buy it because that means it was going to turn out really nice. So that was the how rule for you, years. How so. often does Scott Borden listen to this radio show? I don't know. Scott Borden's too big for us now. He's got a blog, so. Um, <laughs> We love you, Scott. Um, he probably listen, he's probably listening tomorrow or, you know, on the, the, the download. No, I mean, well, if we do he have was an listening. I don't know who uh, who that might be. No, no, no. Um, don't worry. There could, could be other can. people trying to call in. It could be Eric trying to make sure I'm not destroying everything, even though it's far too and late now. It wasn't his. So. It's not his regular number. But uh, what about Jim? What What is he? Is he for his Nope, nope, no, no, no. He's not calling. <laughs> <laughs> no, and he doesn't listen regularly. <laughs> no, no, that didn't happen. I bring that. I bring up Scott because I wanted to make sure that he heard uh, how I pick up the mean ones because we have a nice white lip story together. Is it the uh, because he's got he's got a pair of the gold face white lips? Yeah. Jesus. Well, um, Dave, okay. since we have well, you here. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Dave, since we have you here, why don't you uh, let us know what what are you working on 
currently right now and then uh, for next year? Well, currently right now, I, I've really got no idea because <laughs> scrub pythons are really making me question whether I want to keep snakes anymore. <laughs> uh, I, I've spent the last six months Jesus. trying to figure out. I mean, the, the emotional roller coaster is just ridiculous. You know, it's like, oh, I'm going to get eggs. No, I'm not. I'm going to get eggs. No, I'm not. Um, I've got, if you were. <laughs> If you would have asked me a couple of days ago, I would have told you I had four, possibly five clutches that were ready to hit the ground here soon. And now mm-hmm. I'm, I think I might have one, um, but that could change tomorrow. I really don't know because um, they, they're just they're playing mental games with me, and I'm I'm it's not okay. I just don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks, but. Um... Hopefully so if you want to expand, yeah, if you want to expand that into next year, then I really have no idea. I mean, <laughs> who? I mean, well, what adult do you now have with, that you're going to put together? Maybe. Yeah. What, yeah. <laughs> maybe, what, maybe, what, what are you going to try? <laughs> uh, let's see. We've got some a patternless southern to a patternless southern. Um, maybe a manacori clutch. Nice. Uh, well, uh, pairing. I, I say clutch. I've already ruined it. Um, <laughs> there it went. Okay. <laughs> it's gone now. <laughs> uh, probably Wamina. I know we're going to be doing some Wamina pairings. Um, tons of uh, bar neck pairings. Um, you know, you're probably your typical sarong, bird's head peninsula stuff. Oh, wow. We've got that. Big female that was at Carpet Fest. She's actually proven. So we're going to give, been leaning her down all year, going to give her a shot. Um, hmm. Stuff that Chris mentioned, of course. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I don't know. But I mean, if, it, if it's following what it's doing right now, then like I say, it, it just may be another. Six months of me going, I'm going to get eggs. No, I'm not. I'm going to get eggs. No, I'm not. (laughs) Yo-yo of David's emotions. (laughs) That's not cool. (laughs) But that's awesome. And uh, we're definitely glad to hear you guys have got a bunch of stuff cooking. Can I mention, since we're not too far away from the the bite stories, how David has had, like, the biggest and baddest scrubs, and he's got some – much more brutal bite stories than I do, but he is most definitely afraid of black racers. <laughs> I'm not afraid of them. I just. Oh, damn it. Okay, so I oh, mean. Oh, God. If, if, if Chris is going to pull that card, okay, oh, so. Yeah, Go for it. We, va- <laughs> we vacation down at the Outer Banks every year. So last year, I'm like, hey, Chris, why don't you come on down? Mm. So he joined us on down there, and we went for a excursion in some in a wooded area. And we see uh, Chris and I at this point, we're just kind of looking for snakes. We had seen a few that had went in the water, mm. and here comes this black racer. And I'm like, "Whoa, that's that's kind of cool." And Chris went full Steve Irwin. He's <laughs> diving through the brush, chasing this thing, and I mean, it's moving quick, but he's not letting up. Um, 
And it literally crosses the path right in front of me. And he's like, grab it, grab it. And I said, I'm not grabbing that thing. Because I know what's going to happen. It's going to smell like musk for the rest of the day. I'm not worried about being bit. I just didn't want to smell like crap all the, you know, for the rest of the day. So he continues on Steve Irwin mode, finally grabs the thing, and he's doing probably the best I've ever seen at anybody at dodging bites. I mean, this thing's full throttle trying to kill him, and he's dodging every single one. And I'm like, seriously, Chris? I mean, you let scrub pythons bite you and don't even bat an eye, and, you know, this little <laughs> racer, you're just... Chris. So right on cue, he just stops. I don't know. It's probably in a four, four and a half foot, somewhere in there. I can't remember exactly. But not big. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. So right on cue, he just stops, and instantly that snake latches onto him, and you know, doing a little bit of chewing and stuff, and it's just not happy. I mean, it's musking all over the place, and. Um, so me, you know, I'm kind of a jokester anyway. I look at Chris and I'm like, I mean, I've got my mom, my brother-in-law, my daughter, her boyfriend, I think may have been, I don't know. There was a, a group of us there and it was an audience. Uh, yeah. They, yeah. They, well, they had, they had gone back to the car. They were waiting on us. And I'm like, we got to tell him you got bit by a cotton mouth. And he's like, you know, he doesn't know my family too well. And he's like, is that a good idea? And I'm like, oh, yeah, it'll be great, you know? Oh, my God. So my family kind of warmed up to Chris a little bit, you know, so they kind of knew how he was. And so we get back, and, I'm, I mean, he's dripping some blood and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, Chris just got bit by a cottonmouth, um, you know, and he, Chris has got a real serious look on his face and stuff. I'm, ex- my parents, everybody knows how I am. So I'm thinking they're like, yeah, right. No, they look at Chris and they're like, oh my God, this idiot just grabbed a cotton mouth and got bit. <laughs> I mean, they're like, we got to go to the hospital. You know, <laughs> everybody's trying to get in, get in line oh and, you know, God. figure out what needs to be done. And I mean, Chris and I, I don't know how we kept a straight face to this whole thing. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm just kidding. And Jesus. I thought they were going to leave us. <laughs> yeah, out the woods, yeah. And then they left. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Well, all right. Um, that's not how I was figuring that story was going to go. And I don't think David's really afraid of racers, just maybe a <laughs> horrible wild snake musk. Oh, but, whatever. Yeah, you right. grab them. <laughs> Do it. The problem is, is that when you have somebody like Chris around, you just point and he goes and gets it, and then you don't know how to do it. It's fine. Well, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, Thank well, you. I'm like Steve Irwin. What do I need? Why do I need yeah. to grab it? Why do I hey, need to something, something over there, Chris. Go get it. And then he goes, and then you're like, ah, right, cool. You know that that snake's an a hole, and he goes, I'll get it. You're like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, I, I understand this. It's fine. That's half the fun, man. <laughs> You know, non-venomous, non-huge, non-dangerous, just grab it. You know, that's how Grab it. <laughs> that's what I did with Eric's stuff, and next thing you knew, I got bit, you know, two dozen times. Well, yeah, you were T.B. Morelius snakes are mean. I mean, that's just that's just Eric's stuff. I mean, you know, they well, just, just they, they get anything hot. They're A, corporate, that B, he doesn't feed. Okay, so, you know, that's what I – I forgot those things, and it was like, oh, oh okay. They're all starving. Yeah. Anyway, although that Darwin is pissed off, you know, there's there's no two ways about that one. 
Definitely. So, uh, Dave, I don't know if you got any more dirt you want to ditch or, you know. <laughs> not, not really. I'm kind of scared because I don't even know what Chris might have on me. Yeah. I, mean, I, I guess if, if worst comes to worst, I've got an awesome video of him eating like 12 of these, uh, I don't know, those jelly belly things. <laughs> what? Does that taste like puke or grass oh, the, or dog okay. food or whatever? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Ah. yeah. He ate like 12 of them at one time. Uh, I don't know about that, my, man. I don't know about that one. That, nobody's bleeding, so yeah. But, uh, yeah. It, 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 was, it was actually, it was great. I, mean, I know you'd have to kind of see it to really appreciate it, but I mean, it goes to what you said, Owen. I mean, my daughter's like, I'll give you a dollar for each one you eat. My daughter's like 17 years old, and Chris is like, sure, I'll take your $12. <laughs> I'll take your, take your money, <laughs> Lord. It's fine. <laughs> you made a mistake. It's like, yeah, all right, I got you. <laughs> Jesus. Well, uh, hopefully you get a clutch coming soon. I mean, I'd love to see you guys produce some more scrubs. So, um, uh, I know that uh, we asked Chris earlier about the tannin bars that he had produced, and he kind of said that you might know the story about where they were from. I know they bounced around for a little bit, but can you kind of remember off the top of your head where they came from? The female was Dave Prado's proven female that produced all okay. of his clutches. Um, okay. Let's see. The, I remember about the male off the top of my head, but yeah, that Prada female, she – I got her directly from Dave Prada, and then she went to Blake Bauer for a little bit, and then Ryan Norris had her for a little bit, then I think she went to Dan, and then I think Chris after that. So, I mean, she, she's she been around for a little bit, and she's an, she's an older animal. Yeah, but still viable eggs, so that'll be cool to get uh, some baby tannin bars kicking around for a little bit. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, that's cool, man. Well, uh, Is that the one you Dave, posted, Owen? Is that the yes, that patterned one yes. that you posted? I, the, that's the male. That's crazy. The patterned man. one is the male. Oh, that's yeah, the male. I posted the, okay. Yep. The, the female is patternless, and I posted a picture of her around her eggs, but I couldn't find a picture of her, like, uh, where sure. you could sure. see her. Yeah, so... But yeah, that that's the boy, and actually, that's the boy in shed. Like I've seen him when he sheds out, he's like silver. He's a gorgeous, that's gorgeous cool, with a So it's like, <laughs> you know, he was here for a while, and he was. I almost forgot he was a scrub because he looks like it's just a silver carpet. So it's a very you cool got animal. Slugs. Is that that same pair you got slugs from? Is that right? Uh, I had a different girl, same boy. Okay. Yeah, because I got I got the okay. slugs, and then the female that I had here was part of the pair that Chris and I had. That female died after she produced the slugs, and then he took all the scrubs that were at my place back with him when he moved to. I think you were still up in PA, right? Well, one one of like the seventeen places that you moved to, yeah. <laughs> So um, he went there, and then he took him with him to Maryland. And by then, he had, I think at one point, you just had the one male, right? What's that? For a while. Oh, I think for a while, yeah. you just had the one boy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So then he got the females, but yeah, it was the same male, but different girls. So, you know, it's good to see some success there with I remember that I actually forgot about it. I had to slow At one part of the fest, I got drunk enough to try and sell that tannin bar to Eric. Yes. I do oh, remember that. <laughs> Apparently deals are to be made was, with was Chris when he's drunk at Carpet Fest. Uh, that was at, it was at Owens. Uh, so two oh, years ago. Owens, like, I haven't yeah. been to any of those. You know. No one comes to the ones that are Owens' I guess, house. I don't know. Well, they, they may never be at Owens' house again because of the sheer number of people uh, that turned out to Eric's. You guys may have uh, made it so that I don't ever have to host again. So... Well, Thank you didn't you. even invite me out to your place this time, man. I don't know what that well, was Well, I'm about, sorry but, you, you know, got whatever. a little butt hurt because you had to go get cheesesteaks with your other Bigfoot buddies, all right? You know, come on. <laughs> so and I don't I don't like to mess shit up in Eric's house. I prefer that at yours, though. Thank you. Thank you very much. So. <laughs> well, you got to mix in the hill of death, man. You know, then when yeah, we yeah, have some drinks, it'll be really exciting. Put a giant slip and slide in my backyard, and we'll see who lives. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh no I'm 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 excited to see what you guys got cranking out um uh I guess with the both of you here is there anything that isn't in the collection that you're kind of dying and hoping couldn't be added to the scrub collection soon Well I mean if it's a scrub I'd love to add it I don't know if it <laughs> doesn't matter just to me okay all right <laughs> I mean, Chris hey, might be a little more specific on that, but I mean, <laughs> now do the two of you talk each other out of scrubs, or is it just like I'm thinking about this one? Why haven't you bought it yet? Like, as I, I'm not very helpful when he texts me about like, hey, dude, I found this white lip. I'd be like, well, you should buy it. I imagine you're kind of the same way with each other, where it's just a scrub pops up somewhere, and you guys have to have it. <laughs> It's got a, You want to take that one, Chris? Hey, it's, it's, it's more my, like my recent response is just buy it or let me buy it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. <laughs> and when it comes to sending out the collection, you know, well, maybe we can part we'll with this. And, you know, I'm, I'm talking to Chris. I'm like, well, you know, we've got this and this. Maybe we can post those up. And he's like, no, I like that one. <laughs> Not that one. Well, I what like about that. this? What about this one? Well, you know, we could. Uh, so we end up just keeping them all. You know, <laughs> man, it is really going to be hard for you guys to sell babies. I'm just saying, it's like, you know, that you better hope for like at least two or three like really ugly ones, because then you'll be like, all right, that one goes immediately. <laughs> like, you know, that's. Otherwise, it's going to be a fight. Yeah, dude. they're not going to sell any of them, man. Don't even worry. Yeah, no, about it. nobody, none of question? us will get scrubs. <laughs> Jesus. It's kind well, of funny that did you guys see that post from Jeff Frederick about just asking uh, yeah. everybody, like, do you work with multiple things or just one thing or? Yeah, I was thinking about that because it's it. You know, I went from specialization to totally beyond any kind of specialization at all to, you know, part of me wants to kind of get back there a little bit, at least with the carpet pythons, to just focus, focus on coastals. 
and I, I mean, I know you guys kind of are there. I know Dave, you, do you have anything else other than scrubs or is it just all scrubs? Well, I got talked into taking a yellow anaconda for a short time from a zoo and I'll never keep another one. (laughs) So no, I'm back to exclusively scrubs. I I ventured out shortly. I stuck my head out and that didn't work out so well. So it's so random though. It's like, a yellow anaconda would not have pegged that as to be the thing that kind of you drifted what do you out mean? into. What plastic chainsaw serpent? Why not, man? <laughs> it's like whatever. Oh, God. <laughs> they basically said. They basically said we've got this crazy yellow anaconda that nobody here can do anything with. Will you take it? <laughs> and literally, I show up at the zoo, and they hand me a snake hook. They unlock like three padlocks. <laughs> Open the door, walk away, and say, have fun. <laughs> oh, Lord. And I, I, I literally, I open this enclosure. Of course, it's the, the back. You've got no idea what you're getting yourself into because you can't see anything. They've got, you know, it's just a, a typical zoo enclosure where the back's like a sheet of plywood, you know. And mm. I open this thing up, and I'm expecting a yellow anaconda, maybe in a little, uh, you know, water tub. Or, or something like this. No, they've got this TP style perch in this cage, and this anaconda is <laughs> right at face level. Oh my and god! I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I didn't know they climbed that well. <laughs> this is against all the rules here. <laughs> Jesus. So, so no more. You're you're good now. No more on that. No, no more scrubs. Just scrubs. I always tell him I'm going to leave a white lip at his house. Yeah, but a white yeah, lip and isn't that far off from a scrub, in, at least in attitude, oh, in my opinion. Somebody described this perfectly, and I apologize, mm. I don't remember who it was. But So scrub pythons are like your, your snipers. They're very methodical. They take their time, and they make every shot count. White lips, <laughs> full automatic. They just... <laughs> Strike, bite, crazy all over the place. They don't care. They're going to get you eventually. <laughs> He's, they're the quintessential guy holding two machine guns, just shooting everywhere. Yeah, I got you. So. Yeah. <laughs> Completely <laughs> different, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a that's a thing. I mean, you know. Um, so, but I, I don't know. Do you, do you guys feel, because I know some of the things that were brought up on that, do you feel like you're more focused on what you're working with or do you ever get bored with the fact that it's just scrub after scrub after scrub or you know no, uh, I, I get tempted to let go of that other stuff I just can't because some of it's like a pastime for me well you know if you need the white lips to go someplace you just call me and then they will go someplace I'm just saying <laughs> so <laughs> Eric of course yeah okay. Eric Eric of course Eric I mean Eric's the first person I'd call you didn't even need to know about this <laughs> anyway, but I mean, uh, is, is that something? I don't know. If, I don't know if you realized it, Owen, but you said mm. board and scrub python in the same sentence. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's ever used those two together before. Um, <laughs> All right. Okay. I can promise you that if you get a scrub python, you will Not never bored. be bored. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> Maybe a poor choice of words, but um, 
yeah, I can I can see that where it's like, but is there anything else that would possibly just kind of you think would catch your interest to throw in there? I mean, I know I know I know what makes Chris tick. Is there anything else you'd want to toss into your collection just to have it? Not a yellow anaconda. Well, I mean, if somebody knocked on my door and they're like, "Here's a Komodo dragon," I mean, I'd be like, "Well, okay." I think everybody would. <laughs> I mean, I, I'd, I'd make it work here, like you know. <laughs> <laughs> Dog I mean, live outside now. It's like, yeah. So, yeah. You know, if, if if that's all you got, I guess I'll take it. But yeah, you know, mm. short of that, no. I mean, I, I have. I've picked up a lot of those bucket list animals that I've had, and I'll have them for, you know, a week or a month, and I'm like, yeah, this is kind of boring. And then I look okay. at that's taking up a space that I could have another scrub python. Okay. Yeah. So it's a- any thought for either of you um, messing with Bolins? It, it, nah. It's crossed my mind. I, I know mm-hmm. Chris isn't doesn't have much, you know, to want to do with them, but I will probably eventually pick up a pair. Um, just. I don't know how long I'll keep them. I'll probably keep them long enough to get a clutch just so I can say, yeah, I got a clutch of, clutch of Bolins, but that would be about the extent of it. That would be very cool. Wow. All right. It's, uh, I mean, it, it would be very cool to see you guys succeed on a lot of this stuff and uh, start seeing some pretty cool stuff. I mean, I, 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 Love scrubs from afar. I'm not going to sell my entire carpet collection and start picking up scrubs. So, sorry. But uh, I'll, I'll I'll check out Chris's stuff. So. But, anyways, we're going to end up, I think we got like eh, 10 minutes left in the episode. I mean, um, it, the, uh, do you guys want to throw out any information, stuff you want to talk about? Uh any way where people can contact you if they want to talk scrubs, offer you a scrub that they have for sale, because I know you guys will buy it, or uh, um, any kind of information like that? I'll let you take that, Chris. Well, yeah, well, well, before Chris cuts out, does he have any good gym stories for us? Cause that would be great. He's got nothing. He's got nothing. I will give I you more later. I, <laughs> I know that I do. He just can't think of any. Come on, all the—that's a shame, man. There has to be. Of course, there has I to mean, be like the word from Jenkintown where he said something ridiculous. Of course, there are many. I'm not helping you if that's what we're talking about. <laughs> but it's like there are tons. I know for a fact there are tons. It's no, no, yeah, I'm not helping. Your, your brother stole the limelight from that one. Thank you. I mean, dude, the guy Jim just I've arrived. Never met at our brother. Dorm. Who is this? This is a whole new character in our life. <laughs> you didn't know I have a brother? <laughs> like, no, this is, you know, this is a whole new character. I knew about the sister that lives out here with us, but I didn't know yes. about the. Didn't know about. There's the my brother. older sister okay. who lives in Philly, and then there's my brother. Do we want the whole family tree while we're here? Jesus, but no. I was, mean, uh, it's it's really the best part of this show, to be honest. I, oh really? Ow, ow! All right, um. But 
you know, Chris is going to have something because Jim would just show up at our dorm room on Saturdays every once in a while to come watch football and not tell anybody he was coming. So there's got to be something. It's just, I can't think of it, and neither can he. So, you know, what are you going to do? But anyway, uh, Chris, Dave, I didn't know if you guys had any contact info you wanted to toss out there uh, for everybody who's listening. No, I mean, really, we're working on some things, a website and some other things. It's just kind of slow moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really, I mean, it would just be to, to look either one of us up on Facebook. If you want, we can post some, some information or some pictures on a follow-up thread on the NPR page if you want. Please do. And I know that you guys have the uh, uh, the Facebook group for Scrubs uh, are out there if you want to toss one of those links out there, too. Uh, yeah. on uh, the Facebook page for NPR or Merle Pick of the Week, that's fine. Um, and <laughs> we'll uh, figure it out from there. So, But, yeah, Ooh. definitely. And uh, thank you both for uh, coming on. And uh, Dave, coming uh, out of nowhere with some crazy-ass stories. I mean, those are always appreciated here on NPR. Um, and, uh, if you ever have any more, just feel free to call. I don't care who's on the show. Just call in with those. That's fine by me. So <laughs> Chris doesn't even need to be on. We'll do. We'll do. I'm just going to, I'm just going to call in and just start yelling your name. You, that bring me back to college. It's, you know, let's just flash all the way back. So it's like, so you know, and apples too? no, please. God. How I didn't kill you, um, but, <laughs> but but again, thanks guys for being on, Chris. Uh, I know we're looking forward to seeing pictures of uh, the Tannenbars when they hatch out. Uh, you said August first. Yeah, somewhere around there. I'm just gonna keep. It's gonna be like pinned up against the incubator, I guess, when you get close enough. Yeah, we're working on getting a camera in there. That'd be cool. That would be cool. I've always thought about that one. So, Well, awesome. Well, Rob and I are going to close out, so uh, I guess we'll just say goodnight to you guys, and uh, thanks again for coming on, and uh, we'll catch you guys later. Yeah, man, thanks for having us. All right, good luck with your stuff, all right? Absolutely, thank you. (sighs) All right, Rob, so it's just you and me again. Yeah, I think so. Here we go. Okay, good. So, um, nah, we're good. You don't. You don't have to explain to Eric that we were ribbing on him. He knows. <laughs> so it's like yeah, I'm watching it's the same. I know. Um, but anyway, Rob, I know we covered it in the beginning of the show, but uh, and what you got cooking on. But if there's anything else you want to throw out there, uh, go ahead and uh, toss it out there. Um, and then I am going to quick double check on who's on next week. <laughs> so. well, me again, buddy bear. Me, what? you, and uh, Mr. E.B. Morelia with a special guest. So, um, uh-huh. I don't know if I can again. announce that yet. So. I don't know. He didn't say whether whether to do it or not. I or have whatever, no instructions. But, um, <laughs> yeah, well, I meant the, not even the – I meant the person, not Eric. So, I don't know. I know. It's just – We'll let uh, Eric announce announce it as he will, but it should be a cool show, man. Uh, Somebody that I've known for a really long time, and I think I know you guys have been trying to get for a long time, so I think it'll be cool. 
Yeah, I think it's going to be a great show. So, uh, you know, uh, obviously somebody's been out there for, you know, in the industry for a very long time. So we'll see um, about that. It's going to be a good show next week, uh, or at least we hope it's going to be a good show next week. Um, but anyway, Rob, if you want to talk yeah, about it, no, it'll be fun. For Mo. So. Yeah, I figure not. Why not? I mean, the last one you and I did with, um, oh, my God, why did I just blank on him? I had him in my name. It has name. The last one you and I did without oh, Ron. Eric. Yeah. Yeah, Ron. Ron that one was hilarious. Yeah. I want to have him back yeah, on man. to talk Ron? about crazy old reptile shit. <laughs> so, I know, man. Like, well, that's the hope here, too. I think this will be, you know, certainly the same, same time frame and stuff. So it should, it should be a lot of fun. I think a lot of fun. And yeah. heck, who knows? But the only downside will be that Eric's there, so we can't, uh, you know, can't make as much fun. Oh, of no, him. we can No, we can are you kidding me? I'm, I'll say it to his face. <laughs> He's not here. I'm in a complete. I'm an hour away. He can't touch me. So it's you oh know. Lord. Come on. Fair point. But anyway, um, Rob, why don't you toss out any contact information, anything you got going on, website stuff like that? Sure. So highplanesurp.com or rhinorest.com. Highplanesurp on Facebook. I'm not on there a ton, but uh, yeah, I don't know. People can reach out to me. That's about it, man. Uh, dude, I, I, I gotta I gotta send you pictures of my rhinos. Um, I'm loving them, and they're growing like weeds, dude. Like, you hey, don't feed them they, too much, man. That's the only thing I say. Don't you know? Oh, I shouldn't I feed them every other day. It. Okay, well, mm, ideally not. Someone was telling me the other I, day they're feeding them rats and stuff, and I'm just like, oh, that's disgusting. Rats? But, Jesus Christ! Okay. No, <laughs> no, yeah. no. They're they're small mice, and they get them like every. Whenever I feel like it, but I mean, dude, they will launch out of their cage for these oh, things. Yeah, man. I mean, they are Once they eat, not they're shy. Crazy. And 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 yeah. watching the color change from the bluish gray to the green, and I, I my 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 male is almost completely green, and then same thing with my larger female. My smaller female still has a little bit of a change to do around her head, but all of them are growing like weeds. All of them are just packing on food it, it they're a fantastic species and i would and i'm very glad i got them and i blame you mostly for that and then buddy bishemi for the second part so yes um <laughs> yeah they're cool man so, i love them uh but anyway let's get eric's stuff out of the way you can reach uh mr eric burke at uh, ebmorelia.com he is currently redoing the website uh and uh, it's kind of in a little bit of a phase so bear with him he's still kind of working out some of the kinks um you can also find him at E.B. Morelia or Eric Burke uh, on Facebook.com. Uh, our website is MoreliaPythonRadio.com. You can find all the stuff we got going on at Morelia Python Radio, full breakdowns of carpet species, a reading list, blah, 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 lots of stuff, fun things, uh, as well as links to all the carpet fests and, uh, around the globe. I can say that now because we have one starting out in the U.K. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I've been waiting for this, guys. Thank you so much. Um, and then as for myself, you can go to rogue-reptiles.com. Check out all the stuff we have up on Rogue. I did put up a few more animals for sale, uh, and that's all I got for 2017. Uh, waiting for the 18s to hatch and get feeding before they go up as well. Uh, you can also go to facebook.com and look up Rogue Reptiles. Give us a like over there. As far as shows, I don't have any scheduled because things are getting a little weird uh, trying to get around the fact that my brother's getting married in October and totally messing up my show schedule. So uh, 
I will not be vending the August Hamburg, but I will be doing hopefully the July Oaks Expo. So if you're going to be in the Pennsylvania area and going out to the Oaks Expo Center on July 17th, I should be there with a bunch of stuff and uh, come over, say hi, and uh, we'll talk shop. And that sounds, that's about it. So uh, next week uh, we will have, I'm just going to say it. He can shoot me if I want it. We're going to have Cameron. So uh, you guys definitely want to come and do not miss that show. Uh, and that'll be next week. It'll be me, Rob, and Eric. So it's like a trifecta. I mean, we're normally never on at the same time unless it's the holiday show or the uh, uh, anniversary show. So this is going to be weird, dude. (laughs) This is going to be weird. All right. Yeah, man. It'll be fun. I think so. So that's all we got uh, for everybody tonight. So we'll say thank you all for listening. We're going to catch everybody back here next week for some more Morelia Python Radio. Good night.